Bridgestone Tires just rolled into Midas. And if you roll in, we've got an exclusive deal for you. Get $70 back in Bridgestone rebates, plus a $50 reward card with paid installation. Shop Bridgestone Tires at Midas.com. Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the Bold Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello and welcome back to the Ball Knowledge Podcast. As always, I am your host this morning. I'm joined by Aslan. And yeah, as always, at least as you, FK's like hair all there. Well, welcome everyone to a new show on the YouTube channel. The Run episode. Run, run, however you say it, we're doing it. Yeah, I think the Americans say run, but we say run. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't want to say it too much because then it just becomes discombobulated mess. And you're like, that's not even a word, though, is it? <laughs> is it when you look at words too much and you're like, is that really how it's spelled? That doesn't make sense. Plus it's, it's, it's too cold to be doing this. I'm going to be real here. I was outside. I'm wearing like four layers and my feet are still freezing. How can my feet freeze when I have socks and shoes on? This is Britain. You, you know what? Yeah, we need to we need to follow through on these climate change stuff, right? Boris Johnson and all you lot, please. I can't firm this cold weather. Give me hot. Actually, wait. Climate change will make the world hotter. Yeah. Right, fuck it. Then forget what I just said. Yeah. Let's make the world hotter. Forget about Florida. <laughs> who cares? Like, who even plays in Florida? Like, you've got the dolphins. Yeah. They're shit anyway. The marlins are like Tampa. Yes. Let's get rid of Tampa. Hopefully Tom Brady's still there and he drowns. Evil little weirdo. <laughs> That's a fun way to start the episode. <laughs> I've already ranted about the weather. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, well, effectively, this whole series, however long it's going to run for, is about us ranting about stuff that pisses us off, really. If you've watched other episodes, you've seen Aslam rant about stuff. Uh, yeah, I we know on. Aslan runs about stuff. We've known it for uh, how long now? Nearly nine years. Oh my god, that's too long. We've got a ten year anniversary coming up. So we need to have a yeah, that. boy. Yeah, ten <laughs> Get together. Yeah, man, that's that's a bit gay. I swear, I just say these things, but it's like the thing is, it's fine because we're not monetized. But once we, if we eventually get monetized, it's actually over for us. I actually can't speak or. We're going to have to hire an editor that we go through and, like, take out all the stupid yeah. stuff we say. Because, oh, my word. But anyway. But, right. Today's rant is about Spider-Man. But not the oh, comic. no. Or just... Oh, with our first one. Because I don't think we're going to rant about it for an entire hour. Yeah, no, no, no. These are shorter episodes, don't worry. Okay. I don't, I, we can't do an hour. If I spend an hour ranting about Spider-Man, I actually might die. Okay? That's the thing because I get so vexed about it right but the thing is here's the thing with all the different by the way this is just about the movies yeah none of the comics I love the comics besides what J.J. Abrams done I'm sorry but that was a, that was an abomination J.J. Abrams did that? not the Basically, clone one was he it makes, he makes this really depressing one where like Peter's an old bitter man and he's been like messed up and I think Peter dies at the end or he's close to dying and I just, I hate it, man. The guy, the, the, he had some messed up story for Superman. He had some messed up comic for Spider-Man. That he's never continued, I think. He made one issue and then he forgot about it. Flipping waste, man. I hate him. The only good thing he's done is, like, Star Trek and you. And he ruined Star Wars. Oh, don't worry. That's coming soon. <laughs> I hate it so oh, Anyway. Spider-Man movies. Let's, let's keep on trying. Yes. I can't rant about too many things, right? So here's the thing. Each different franchise has certain good elements about it that I really like, right? Like, Toby's is so close, right? So close. The only problem is, Toby just looks weird. 
as Spider. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's just it. Like, the, the the writing in general is actually pretty decent. And, and, and it was going for a more campy feel. So it's, like, really hilarious as well. Especially the, the first one and the third one cracked me up. The second one takes itself a lot more seriously. And it goes so hard. Like, anyone that says Spider-Man 2 is not one of, not, like, top three Spider-Man movies is just on crack, right? It actually is second, I think. Because I think Spider- Spider-Verse is just unanimous, number one. You can't compare with Spider-Man. But two comes in close, right? And anyone that puts any of the other ones above it, I'm just wrong. It's the right? first comic movie to get an Oscar, right? I think so. Yeah, the visual effects Oscar, I think. Exactly. They were so sick. Yeah. Though, I'm like, oh, look, it's, it's the practical effects of it too. Like, Doc Ock was awesome. Melina trained himself to use the friggin' arm. And all of it was so cool. And you had the train scene, yeah? Forget about the actual him pulling it. Because the, the actual bit that, that strikes me is, you know, when he comes in and Toby's out on the ground and they're like, he's just a kid. Like, he yeah. looks like my son. And that's the whole point. Right, except Toby looks like an old man. He's like, <laughs> he looks like my child, but Toby's like forty. It looks like, and it's like the scene is so good because it resembles what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. He's just this little kid that that he's any one of us that got bit by a spider, and he just chooses to fight because of a traumatic experience that forced him and pushed him into becoming Spider-Man and trying to help people, similar to Batman not have to go through the same experience as he had. Now, obviously, this is just a kid that can just take more. And I'm not saying kid in the sense, because he starts off as a kid, but obviously he grows up and he gets old and starts Parker Industries. I really like that comic book storyline. I really like Parker's Industries. And then they just decided that actually we can't have him rich for some reason, and they binned it off and made him a failure. Is that when he brought the Baxter building? Yeah. And then he goes bankrupt, because his inventions do help people, but they don't make money, and oh, I hate that. But anyway, that's beside the point, right? He he just doesn't look like what I want Peter Parker to look like. He looks too old. But everything else is kind of cool. And Spider-Man 3, I know people hate it, but it cracks me up. Like, even the <laughs> bad Spider-Man movies, they crack me up. Like, Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2 cracks me up so much. It's just hilarious, man. The amount of stupidity in it. It's amazing. It's absolutely awesome. And Spider-Man 3, I know everyone laughs at the emo scene, but it's so funny. I don't care. If you don't watch that and you're laughing, there's something wrong with you. Like, all these critics that were panning it. Blame Sony for that. It's not the movie's fault that they tried to include, like, nine different villains in it. Yeah. Flipping, what's his name? Green Goblin. What's what's the actor's name? The guy Jim that plays Harry Yeah, he, he's not very good in the wrong. He's just nah. not very good. He, he he plays like this awkward he goes from like awkward loner to like trying to be really cool and it's like it doesn't work but everything else about the Raimi movies are cool and like you know in the new um, what's it called the new trailer there's that bit where they're trying to take the piss out of Otto Octavius' name yeah and, like, and it's really awkward and then people are like oh but the Raimi movies did it yeah the Raimi movies did it in a really cool way because they reference Doctor Strange in it as well, and they just make fun of it, but they, it's, it's actually a clever joke. It's not them going, oh, Otto Octavius, her, her, her. How is that? F- Shut up, man. Such bollocks humour, man. It pisses me off. <sighs> we'll, we'll go on to the next <laughs> one in a bit. Don't worry. And then The Amazing Spider-Man, right? Actually, no. Yeah, no, no. The Amazing Spider-Man has everything. Besides writing, story, and the stuff that actually matters, right? Because it's really cool. It's got a lot of style. Mm. You can see that, like, the fight scenes in it are arguably the best. Like, if you if, if you put them toe-to-toe, because I think the Doc Ock, the Doc Ock Toby storyline is really cool, and I think that might just be the best villain storyline we've had. But in terms of, like, just pure fights, mm-hmm. the... Like the bit with Electro where Electro starts pounding him and then they start making music with the little thing. Like, that's so cool. And the way they shot everything, it's friggin' beautiful. And then, like, it's just so cool. But the writing in it is so bad. And the, the story yeah, is no. just bad. Like, it cracks me up. The second one cracks me up. Right? But they make Peter, they make Ben Parker. No, not Ben, sorry. They make Peter's dad. 
a flipping like super agent type yeah. scientist and he's like and it's like oh look you've got these epic coins that just shove a train up from the ground and this train still has working electricity to power this laptop that somehow has always been charged because it's never run out of battery and it's got this epic video and in the end you know he meets and in the oh my god it's just Made in Spider-Man series is bad, but also it's got some really good. Cool, like the suit is just the best suit we've ever had. It's just the second one is so cool, and Electro is funny as hell. He cracks me up, man. Like, they made him look really stupid as well. I, d- I don't know why. I don't know why. That was so. Good. Why did they make him all blue? Hey, you know what? Yeah, I kind of like that. I'm not gonna lie. I know, I, I but like, cool, but... I didn't expect the MCU one to give him like the, um, yeah, the like star on his face, yeah. which I really like. I think, yeah, and then but the whole the... the big blue one, and they made him like really, they gave him a really sad backstory as well. You never really want him to be a villain. I mean, I'm not. Gonna... I preferred him as a villain. I know, but like, he, he was so funny. He was funny before, but when he's Electro, yeah. You know the bit when when, when Peter's like, um, he's like, oh, yeah, I know you. You're my friend. That bit cracked me up, man. I was dying so much. He's just, he's just this weird little, ah. Uh, and then he, then, then he just becomes a terrible person. I don't even know why that guy shot at him. But then, like, again, you got the bit with the, with, first of all, right? All the people there were idiots, right? Because you've got an electric man that's shooting electric. He doesn't even have control. People are just crowding around everywhere, yeah? And then you know how they do the bit where everyone's running up? Yeah. They're not running to anything. There's a barrier at the top of the, the stairs, and it's like it's two feet or something. So you're not running into anything. They're running upstairs into a barricaded area. Are they stupid? Like, no one decides to run downstairs either. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I know the bit with Peter is really cool where he's like, psh, 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 and he does it with the with the one hand. But still, it was stupid, man. <laughs> oh, it was like, so dumb. But it's I mean, a classic was... movie thing, though, no? Hmm? That you see a supervillain or a superhero and then they're indestructible and you just keep shooting at them. Yeah, it's just like, just just don't do it. Like, I don't like that trope. But I mean, Peter, like, Spider-Man's actually really good in it. Like, he, he's banging off little quips and he's, like, making jokes and everything and he's still really strong. Like, oh, this man is so durable. Like, you know in the end when he takes the whole, like, electricity and he puts the wires together? Yeah. He does that. And then flipping Green Goblin comes and starts beating the shit out of him as well. But he's just, like, fine and he can still, like, do stuff. And it's like, you are so durable, you actually make Spider-Man cool. Sadly, your story is really bad. And I've got a bone. You see how people are like, oh, we don't like Peter Parker because he's epic skater guy. It's like, no, that was never what was wrong. Like, you can make Peter Parker cool. Peter Parker's never not been cool. He was a ladies' man. The man was juggling Mary Jane, Black Gwen Cat, Stacey. Uh, Gwen Stacy, um... The 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 assistant uh, Betty White or what? Not Betty White. The the ah uh, what's her name? The the person from the the news. She's an assistant in it. I can't remember yeah. her name. But he's juggling all these different girls. He's always been a lady. The thing is, it's not the fact that he's cool. It's the fact he's a stalker that gets me. Especially in yeah. the second one, he's just perving on Gwen, and it's like just stop, man. It's really unacceptable. My friend, it's not on. You need to stop. It's just weird. As on some level, you have to accept that this is weird. It's just. I like not- the Amazing Spider-Man movies that they followed the comics, sort of like in the uh, way around going through the movies. What, <clears> so, like, yeah. like they did Gwen first instead of Mary Jane straight away. Yeah, that, that, I did. And they went through, that. and then they did the death of Gwen Stacy. And Amazing Spider-Man Two as well. Yeah, but then in the third, in the proposed third one, they were gonna have him like revive everyone. Yeah, that was weird. So on some level, I'm like, maybe we could have got a third one. But then I think, did we uh, need it? Not when he's reviving everyone. And also, I never got right. Why didn't he ever give the blood to Thingy? To, to I have Harry? no idea. Because he's just like, oh, there's not enough 
there might be ram- if he played it off like ah, uh, like in his if he went off with Gwen and he's like maybe he could test my DNA and then he'd know it was me. Da, 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 da. Then I could be like, okay, fine, I can agree with that to an extent, but this is your best friend, right? Well, supposedly you hadn't met him in ten years, and after one like really awkward exchange, then then suddenly you just kick it off. Whatever, I don't mind that. Yeah. Right? But this is your best friend, and he's dying, and he's basically begging you to like give him blood. It's kind of dickish. The way he does it is so dickish. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to Spider-Man, knowing that he was always going to say no. Then he comes as Spider-Man, and he's really sad and droopy, and he's like, sorry, Harry, I can't do it. And then he's like, then flipping Harry's like getting angry, and he's like sitting outside the window. And it's like, man, what are you doing? (laughs) This is so weird. Like, it makes no sense. You haven't given me a logical reason why this man wouldn't say yes. He just went, oh, but it might do something to you. Well, he's going to die. Like, whatever it could do, I don't think it's worse than death of your best friend. Right? You just put some weird conflict in. And I don't even know, like, the Spider-Man games are kind of doing this too, but... Why has Harry got this, like... Like, the Osborne virus is just a weird concept to me. I don't like it. Just make him normal and have a proper, like, downfall story. Don't give him some weird virus that makes him crazy. and don't Just don't do it. <laughs> but I think we've put off the, the, the worst one for, for long enough. Because, oh, my God. The MCU, right? <laughs> the MCU. How do you put this? They have the right ingredients. Like, everything there should be good. But to me, it just isn't. It doesn't fit. Right. Like, there's just some... If you're going to have him be young, right, that's fair enough. Then actually show us what it's like to be Spider-Man and get all these gadgets and all the stuff that he has while also being friggin' poor. And they kind of do that when they say, oh, you're a dumpster diver, but that's it. There's no there's no progression, there's nothing else, there's no Aunt May going through trouble, because Aunt May is just played like a, she's just a hoe. Let's be real. They got, they got what's her name? Uh, Melissa, Mar- Marissa Tomei. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, she's epic and funny and cool and hot. And, and, they, and they drop the ball on the 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 her find him finding out her finding out about Spider Man because instead of going, hey, you know, you had to carry a big like ten foot airport thing like the plane part with Captain yeah. America or oh the Vulture almost killed you. She goes and starts supporting his group. What what do you mean? Like my big thing isn't May supporting Peter because it's always been like May has always kind of it, it's always been implied that she knows. That he's Peter, that he's Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man, yeah. But like normally, it's because she finds out later on when he's older, and then he knows the consequences. Normally, right? Mm-hmm. This is a fifteen, sixteen-year-old kid. Like, are you not? Is there never a conversation where you're like, "Hey, I know you're Spider-Man and everything, but maybe this is like maybe you're a bit too young." Like, there's other people around. There's Iron Man, Thor, yeah. Again. Captain America, like they never show the conversation because it's it's almost like the MCU just dodges any important conversation, right? Do you think that's where that new Spider-Man freshman show comes in? No, because no, the- they said it'll fill in the gaps between all the movies, or, or like before Homecoming and in between Homecoming, Far but From Home, not, and No Way Home. They're not going to have a solid. This is the MCU, right? Where they where they bait you with 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 a hint of something good, only to give you surface-level rubbish. Like, they had, they have such a good storyline, with May finding out really early, and and they could have this big conflict between the two, where, where he can come in and he can be like, I have to save people, this is my responsibility. Then you could actually bring up Ben in a good way, and be like, I don't want you to do this because... Uh, uh, because you know I've already lost someone like that and he can go exactly we've lost someone like that and I know what it feels like then you can introduce him as as this hole that they've always had but they've never addressed properly and then it makes sense why you've avoided him and I just thought of that in my head I'm 20 and I'm, I'm better at writing than these fudging idiots 
And like the MJ stuff is just so weird to me. Like one movie, she's just like, oh, you're, I just don't like you, you know. And she and she swears at them and she flips them off and she hates everyone. And then in the next movie, she falls for him. And my main problem with this movie, there's never any consequences to anything he's doing, ever. Like. He, he misses the debate team and stuff. They win the competition. You could have had a real thing with Spider-Man there where um, flipping... Um, he, he's really messed up. He prioritised the wrong thing and all the people at school hate him. But no, they won. So what's the difference? Liz... I think that's her name from the first one. His love interest. Liz, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, um, her dad's a vulture anyway. So even if... Even if, you know anything was going to happen. It doesn't matter because she would have gone away anyway. So no consequences there for him losing Liv because Liz, because he was going to lose her anyway, right? In in the one after, the one after is so... Why, like... (laughs) There's just no consequences to anything, really, if you actually think about it. Like, no one does... Mysterio sends frigging drones around the... Like, and they also... Everyone survived. Everyone... May's just supportive of him being Spider-Man. There's no consequences to that. There's I think the only time they've ever done, like, min- uh, like the actual consequence is the consequence of him giving the glasses, glasses. to Mysterio. That's so stupid to me because they, it, it, it's, this con- it's this really weird paradox that they do in the sense that he's he looks up and he's suppo- he's, he sees himself Supposedly, as the next Tony Stark, right? And he 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 struggles to fill that role because because Iron Man is such a big hole. Even though the less said about Iron Man, the better. He's he's a massive dickhead, right? He causes more problems than he actually fixes. But whatever, epic snap, woo! I am Tony Stark, whatever, right? Spider Man is meant to be your flagship character. He is the only one in in comics, along with that can stand up to Batman and Superman. The only one. So why have you made him an understudy, really, to Iron Man? And and forget that for a second. Why is he not, like, growing as a character at all? He doesn't yeah. grow. He's just the same, like, stagnant character that we've seen consistently. Like, I've got so many problems with these stupid movies, right? It actually annoyed me. If, if, you, if you see Tony Stark as your hero and your idol, right... Why do you give the one thing that he gave you glasses? Why do you give that away? It makes no sense at all. Like this is the, this is the one thing he gave you, and you give that away in thirty seconds after meeting this dude. Makes no <laughs> sense. Like Zendaya's just there, and and she figures out the mysterious thing before him. Wouldn't it have been smart if you did have this whole mysterious thing to actually make him find out the mistake? then it would have been better because it would have been a better betrayal rather than MJ always being, like, MJ always being suspicious and then suddenly Mysterio finds out epic, cool, great, like, it's so dumb. It's yeah. so dumb. And then they're going to wash away the consequences of him, his identity being revealed in the next one, probably. And even in the first one, I'm sorry, but him being an Avenger makes no sense. It just doesn't. Because even in the comics, the whole time, he's always like, I don't want to be an Avenger. They come to him. He doesn't go to them. There's no actual benefit of being an Avenger. The guy's already famous because he uploads his own videos and everyone knows about him. He's already helping people. So what is being an Avenger? You're a dude that, like, put it, if we put this into, like, proper context, this guy is just a dude with webs and stuff and, like, superhuman strength, right? He's not got super strength, though. So what does yeah. he actually like want to achieve? Like it, it makes no sense to his character that he'd want to be an Avenger. If they played it like, oh, he thinks that maybe being an Avenger would give him monetary benefits because he's linked with Stark. Then, then you could have a nice little wrap up. But no, because they don't want to answer. It's all surface level with these guys. It's always oh, we on the surface this looks really good, but when you delve into it. it doesn't make any sense at all. It's so annoying because they've got all these good elements. They actually touch slightly on him being poor, but they never bring it up. It's all in deleted scenes. Aunt May not paying the bills. You know, him like actually dumpster diving to try to find new equipment. It's never they never delve into anything properly to give it actual time. 
they just move on to the next thing to make to to, to try and pretend that there's growth in the character when there's not really growth. It's just annoying. Man. The one actual time I thought, hey, this is like actually Spider Man, is the time when he's doing the little montage bit and he's helping people like across the road. He's helping the old woman, yeah. and people are coming at him and saying, like, "I don't need help. What are you doing? Get off me!" And he's like, "Oh, sorry." That's the one time I was like, "This guy's actually Spider Man. He's trying to help, but these people aren't always receptive." I was like, "Yes, good," but then they just go and. They just bait you with stuff. Like even the scene with the with the walls and everything collapses and it's like, oh, this might be a good scene. And then it's like, oh no, not really. Because they they because the the part that made that scene actually good was because he really messed up and it was also at his lowest point because May had just been messed up and like her, and then he goes to try and like kill the person and then he messes up. And the whole thing's on him. And then he realizes, shit, I messed up. And I'm also just a man. Like, yeah. I shouldn't be in this situation. But he rises up because he's like, no, I have to be better as a result. But he's never better as Spider-Man after this. He gives away frigging glasses that can literally kill people and order drones and nukes and shit in two seconds. Just to some random guy that he met. Awesome. <sighs> Deep breaths, deep breaths. I hope no way for is good. If no I agree with you, good, you know. It, it, it might fix stuff, but... Yeah. I, I've, I've said when Homecoming came out, I thought it was missing, like, the, the like, essence of Spider-Man in it. Exactly. Because I, I said, when I, watched, when I watched Homecoming, I said it was good, but it, I felt like it missed something. It was missing that that essence of Spider-Man that we've seen before and we've read in the comics. That's Exactly. It's like Spider-Man is not meant to be... Spider-Man is meant to be us. But yeah. the whole point of... The difference between Marvel and DC are... DC heroes are typically, like, not gods, but they're insanely being. They're just insane beings. I mean, beings. technically Whereas, they're gods. Yeah, but we're, yeah, technically. Whereas, <laughs> like, Marvel are, like, normal people that... Yeah become heroes, and they have to deal with the consequences of it. This is a normal dude. He's meant to be us. Every, consistently, he's always been shown as the greatest hero. So show yeah. us him being a hero, rather than this, like, they're just going through comic book events and trying to be like, look, we know the comics. I know you know the comics, but you're not understanding the essence. You're just, yeah. It's just an image. It's not the meaning and the true understanding of the character. That's what annoys me. And it's clear that Tom would be good. He'd be great. But they just haven't clicked. It's just annoying. I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm depressed. I I have... I'm 50-50 about No Way Home. The only reason I say that is I feel like they're trying to fit in too much into it. To make it a consistent good story, yeah, I feel like the they've got him dealing with the ramifications of his identity, um, all the the multiverse stuff, his other villains coming back, Toby and everyone coming back, allegedly. No, no, no he's definitely coming back. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, unless John not, Cena is punching the lizard, it's happening. All right. Yeah. Like it's just so much to deal with a two and a half hour movie. I don't. They won't make it the longest MCU movie. That goes to the eight hundred hours that Endgame was. Yeah, Endgame was like nine hours actually. And no one cares about anything other than the last hour of the movie, anyway. Yeah, Endgame is just not good on a rewatch, in my opinion. Infinity Wars. I I really like Infinity War compared to Endgame. Yeah, but the thing is, I kind of feel the same. Like, I just normally... Normally, I just skip to the battle. It's the same problem I have with Endgame. Yeah. I think Infinity War is somewhat consistent. No, but, it, yeah, it's better. It's better. Yeah, Endgame... I, I think I could rewatch Infinity War, but I can't rewatch Endgame. Endgame is, like, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Um, it starts off with Tony coming back and you're like, oh shit, I wonder where it goes from here. And then he disappears and then they jump a few years in the future. And then everything is destroyed. And Captain America and Black Widow were talking. And then they jump forward and are like, oh shit, Ant-Man's back because he was saved by a rat. And then it slows down. Fine. I don't, actually, the thing about that is, I don't mind it, but how is a rat in there? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, the doors are locked and all the windows are It's like, otherwise, people would have stolen it if it's open. So you have to assume these doors and everything are locked. So how's a rat game? Thanos says Snap made mutant rats that can eat through cars. The thing is, if they just did it, like, it's not a five-year jump, but it's then, then it's like, fine, that makes more sense. Yeah. I can get with that more. If they had, Or if they had, like, a pet rat, or you had... I don't... I haven't even watched Ant-Man. Me? It just looks bad. Like... I... I watch Ant-Man as Paul Rudd's in it, and Paul Rudd is good in it. Paul I Rudd is think, a great Ant-Man. I just think so it's I like boring. <laughs> Like, I watched the trailers, boring. I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I really wanted to watch that purely because the villain in it. Go, Joan Kramen. Yeah. Peng. Just Peng. But then everyone was <laughs> like, oh, they ruin it anyway, and she's not what? She's not very good in it. So I'm like, oh, what a travesty. Like, what is the point, then? What is the point of watching it? The one reason I had to watch it. Paul Rudd. I, I love Paul Rudd. He's hilarious. Is he the... No, he yeah, he well, is. He's not the sexiest man in, 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 of the year. He's he the, is. I'm going to die on this hill. No. I thought they would have given it to Jason Sudeikis. No. Look, yeah. Sexiest man alive actually has to be good looking. I don't care if it's the same man every year. Jason Sudeikis be, is good looking. It has to be looking. Chris Evans or it has to be Chris Hemsworth. Because they are beautiful specimens. What about... Um, I'm not having... Krasinski. Problems. Or Krasinski, especially after he got ripped. Oh my god. And there's, there's Krasinski, Evans, Hemsworth, Pratt, technically. No, Pratt, uh, no, Michael B. Jordan. Pratt. Michael B. Jordan is beautiful. Especially in Creed. Creed is friggin' awesome. Creed, like, are, we Creed is... are we doing a rant about the sexiest man alive at the moment? I don't actually know. I don't actually know. <laughs> Stop. It's turned into more of a talk show than it did a run yeah, off but, you know, stuff. That's what we do. We, we we never stick with the plan. We just go off rails. Yeah. You know, I didn't even want us to talk about the, the MC anyway. Don't worry. After I went, you know what? The next one will be on Zack Snyder. I, I was going to bring that up today. I hate Zack Snyder more than I hate Spider-Man. I'm done with him. I'm done with all his acolytes and all his fans and his cultists. I'm sorry. Everything... The thing is, I want to do a thing where I just go through Justice League and every reason why it's bad. But, and, and I can't do it because I can't sit through four hours of that stupid movie. I don't want to break it down. I don't want to do anything, right? It's just bad. And you I know when pick... um, the original Justice League came out, so the Josh Whedon version? Mm-hmm. I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening with comic movies? Because I legitimately... I've been to this before 17th of November 2017. Before then, I went to the cinema to watch the MCU movies and random movies here and there, like the DC movies. And I liked what I was watching. And then Justice League came out. I was bored out of my fucking mind in that movie. It's probably the first time I sat down to watch a comic book movie and I was like, this isn't good. (laughs) It wasn't good at all. And then I watched the ending when Superman comes, and that was kind of cool, but I was like, no, nah, I don't... I, I, they had a massive, like, scene in the middle where Superman was talking to his mom and Lois in the middle of a cornfield, which didn't make any sense. Why would it? I also think, I have a better idea for how they could do Superman, right? If you want to do this bollocks black suit stuff, 
why don't you have him start off with the black suit? And then after yeah. he dies and he actually becomes a more hopeful figure, you transition to red and blue. Wouldn't that make a lot more sense? Yeah, stop no, making dark. That's not and then they're going to have him fall to the anti-life equation because... Love that's it. something that happens. <laughs> yes, the, the, so essentially what they wanted us to do, right, is Man of Steel, he, he learns to try and become a better hero. Batman vs Superman tears that down and has everyone hate him. And yeah. he, he turns into this, like, really, e- not evil, but the people perceive him as evil until he dies where where everyone realizes wow this was actually a really good guy and then in justice league they were gonna have him come back realize he's you know freeing superman and actually supposed to inspire people and be awesome just for him to go bad again right this is this is a true genius at work you know you can tell because jesus allegories yeah. yeah. Let's just have let's just have Superman go up and and yeah. do like the cross because you know the sun and or the Flash being an absolute pervert. Like, that's that's one of the scenes I hate in the original one. Right, you know when he's running and he falls and he falls onto one. The Wonder whole Woman. thing is contrived, right? Because the truck driver drops his burger. Yeah. If I remember. He drops on his dirty truck floor. So why would, why would, why would he pick that up? Do you know, like if if something touches the floor, especially your dirty floor where you're putting your feet, why would you pick that up and try to eat it? Number two, why does it take you ten seconds? Like the guy's just looking for ten seconds with no. He doesn't look back up. You know, he's breaking every. Even I know I'm not a driver. Even I know you have to look. Like there, there's instinct as well. Like yeah. if I'm not, if I'm doing something important, I will always look back, regardless of whatever else I'm doing, whatever has distracted me. I will constantly look back because I'm scared for my life. If you're in charge of a bloody truck, you should be scared for your life when you're driving. So why do you not look? Number three, he takes extra care with Iris, which is fine. That be I don't care because maybe he, maybe he'll hurt her if he goes too fast, right? But then he just purrs and stares at her for too long. And it's like, this is creepy. Like, this is just off. And then, this is the stupidest bit. His shoes burn off. He's in the middle of the road where everyone's watching him. Then he super speeds into, not in front of the woman again. He super speeds into the little dog, like, zoo park. And he's... And the dogs are all licking him, and the woman's just like, yeah, like, what do you, what? She's supposed to know he's the Flash, then. Like, what? I feel like they went around, I I, I don't know if it's because I watched the show or I've seen other stuff about the Flash, but the way they went about showing he's a speedster was really dumb, because it made it look like he slowed down time instead of him actually being fast. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. It's the whole thing is contract. Like no one's actually shown the Flash to be real cool besides animated. But that's the thing. On some level, you just have to admit, unless our visual effects get like so good, just don't have people that are like godlike beings or 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 like insanely powerful or insanely fast or they do something really well because yeah. you can't show power and speed as well. In real life, as you can, um, oh, Lewandowski scored an overhead kick, apparently, in the snow. Great, he's my captain. Nice. But you can't show that as well Yeah. on just, like, live action. So it's just annoying. I hate it, man. I hate Josh Whedon. He, he made shit movies. Like, you know how, his, how Cyborg's dad died? Yeah. It's shit. Because it's just, like, Cyborg goes, but... He he knows exactly where everyone is. He knows where like where Steppenwolf is. So why doesn't he tell the flat like this is the literal fastest man on the earth, right? He could go there and save your dad. He can go there and save the mother box. Even when they come, they all arrive and then they just watch as Steppenwolf is taking the mother box. But again, this is a dude that can, as we see later on, time travel. 
So why didn't he just grab the box and run away? Like, yeah. They have, they make contrived reasons for people not to do something just to further the plot along. But then, shut. He makes shit movies and his stupid fans be trending every other day and it's annoying. I hate it because people bring up that shit movie and that shit four-hour car and how Batman, I saw some Batman fans go, oh, but look at how epic it was when he told Joker, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he used the F word. <laughs> That's Batman. It's not Just Batman. shoot me. Just shoot me. Because, because how can, oh my God, if I go to a random person on the street and I say, does Batman kill? They will tell you no. So why do, why do filmmakers and you dickhead fans actually read the comics? think that he killed that's all right it's all right i swear wb you do a lot of shit terribly you treat your workers terribly you know you're racist you you do a lot of stuff badly yeah the one yeah. thing you haven't done badly is given in to snyder don't do it please i i will admit at first i was part of the people who wanted to see the snyder cut because i thought it was going to be good and then I watched it. I wasn't impressed. It was shit. I, w- I, I did. Said was, I said it was a seven because I really liked the ending. But then even the ending doesn't make sense to me. So now I'm bumping it down. It's a one. It's barely serviceable. It's, I will, it's four hours of indulgent bullshit. I will say there's no need for the Aya cut of Suicide Squad. Just let it die. Bro, Just let it die. James Gunn did a great Suicide right, Squad. I don't care. I don't, unless he makes the most flashiest thing, we saw the script for what he originally wanted. It was shit. Yeah. So why people are convinced that it's going to be good? You've got a good he... Suicide Squad movie. You didn't go watch it. That's your fault. Why did Look he... At um... Look at what James Gunn did. Why did he make Joker fat? He released an he image of Jared Leto's Joker and he was fat. He made him a gangster. Yeah, I know. And he and he he he's more like a gangster than a like actually. The thing is, the Joker is really clever. Like he plays up to the whole, you know, maniacal. You know, he is maniacal, but he plays up the whole like class clown shit. Dude's clever. Like he's insanely clever, regardless of what you think of him. So why he's suddenly a gangster? I hate Jared Leto as well. I hate him. I hate Ansel Elgort. I hate people that abuse women. I hate most NFL players. <laughs> <laughs> but who I do love AI, you're, you're is James movie. Gunn. I like so, that he's like actually changing comic book movies and not following the same thing everyone else does. Exactly. He doesn't follow the same bullshit formula. He he adds his own spin on stuff, and I like it a lot. Yeah. It's like he's 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 one of the only filmmakers where I'm like, it's a similar feeling when I was watching Suicide Squad to when I was watching Spider Verse. He got he, it's like he wrote, wrote a comic book or the done done up and brought it to life. Yeah, just, yeah. Then he just put it. Then he just went. This is how we're going to do everything, and we're going to and and and, and we're going to do everything live action. And he doesn't put any ridiculous like he doesn't feel the need to make some like over-the-top action bit. Like, yeah. I know Starro was, like, big, but they killed him in a really silly way. But it aligned with the way that everything the movie was going. It wasn't really contrived and dumb. It was genuinely interesting. And it was self-contained. The only and part it makes that... sense. Because exactly. it was all D-list stupid characters. Mm-hmm. It made sense. And it, and it told its own story without having the need to, like, delve into more stuff. And the only thing it did delve into was the Peacemaker bit, which was a very small bit at the end that just basically said he's alive. Yeah. And it's for a character in that movie as well. It's not like they were setting up some rubbish other thing. I'm excited to see what... I'm excited for the Peacemaker show. I think Stop he's on. made a... He's, he's set up a brilliant character, though, with John Cena. The Peacemaker is a better character than, than, than Batista's ever played. I, I stand by that. I don't I'm care really that. annoyed how badly they nerfed Drax. They ruined his character. Why didn't he kill Thanos? 
Exactly. Like, it doesn't even have to be the main thing, right? You could have him just deliver the finishing blow. Like, if he, if Tony did that whole thing and then Drax come and stabbed him, yeah, it still works. And you can, it will do the MCU thing of being really funny and, you know, it would have been a nice moment for him to cap off his story. But now Drax is in this weird zone. Where I think that if, I know you have a problem with, like, character progression in the MCU. I have a problem with how they set up characters in the MCU. Because viewers, just you wait for Miss Marvel next year. Oh, yeah, the one, t- the one time they actually show a Pakistani, they go, <laughs> we're going to ruin her powers and absolutely demolish her. The, fa- the the morphing stuff is actually intrinsic to her character as well. Yeah. Because she starts changing how she looks because she wants to be accepted in society. Yeah, she's insecure and everything. It's her. It's supposed to be about her growing as a teenager. Yeah, and you ruined it. And her accepting herself and that she's not different. She's just right the way she is. She doesn't have yeah. to change because she used to change into Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Like, for fudge sake. Even Shang-Chi, man. I have some serious problems with that. The green but it was one, okay. It, what, it was 6, 7 out of 10. I, the action scenes really carried it because... Yeah. I mean, some of the bits. I mean, Aquafina, whatever her... What is her name? Katie? Yeah. She knows how to, like, shoot arrows and she's shot at the most important time. And, like, you, you couldn't have given that to a more deserving character. Like, I don't know. Shang-Chi's sister or Shang-Chi's sister. You couldn't have let her do it. Why, oh, why did she become What's a villain? What's his name? The actor. By the way. Like, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. I don't Is know she... why she takes over the Ten Rings. She I don't never, know she she's never more of a like, villain. Nice just... character arc. Yeah. Or they didn't even give her an arc, really. They just went, here you go. And... The thing is, she overshadows Shang-Chi, which is the same thing I had in Black Panther, where um, Thingy, Shuri, overshadows Black Panther, and that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like, don't big up this character when your main character is the one you're trying to sell. It's so annoying. I don't want to see a movie, because I'm sorry, but even the, the sister is not that pain as well. I thought she was really pain, but then she wasn't. No offense. The haircut's really bad. Maybe it's the haircut, because it's, it's just this really awkward bowl cut, and I don't like it. No offense to her. I'm sure she's a beautiful person. Because East Asian people? Wow. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, why does Katie do all that? Why is the why is the end, like, so green-screened and horrible? Especially when there were actually some really good shots in the film. I didn't like it's, it's it. Very... And it looks really bad because there's just shots of... You know the bit where he, like, grabs his arm and they're, like, twirling? Yeah. It looks so bad and goofy there. And you didn't need the dragon. Uh, what was his name? The the destroyer of all beings or whatever it was. You didn't need him. He was useless. Uh, bloody shit. You just have him fight Wen Wu at the end. And then cap it off there. Or if you're going to make the the sister all epic and cool, then why don't you have them two take him on? Wouldn't that make a lot more sense if you're trying to, like, I'm I'm at the end, yeah. Why does Wong take Katie as well? Katie's useless. She doesn't have powers. It's not like she's carrying her bow at all times. She's just shit. I hate Aquafina. I just don't think she's she's very good. I think she's shit. Fair enough. She's bad. I hate the MC. I hate <laughs> I know I said earlier I don't mind. Oh, I like well, Shang-Chi as well. Time to give it a chance, though. I'm <laughs> going to say what all critics say is going in a new direction. It's, it's yeah, going to do the, the same thing. new direction that goes off the past direction of being terrible. I really think I, Eternals is good because Gemma Chan is really pain. I don't watch- have faith in John Watts for Fantastic Four and I'm really scared because I really like the Fantastic Four. And I John love Watts the Fantastic Spider-Man Four. Director. Yeah. yeah. Game over. I, was, I really want a good Fantastic Four movie. Like an exceptionally good Fantastic Four movie because I got my hopes up for Fan Four Stick and it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Do you know how pit... Pe- 
I watched that movie once and I didn't watch it again. Are you telling me you watched Justice League more than once? No, I didn't actually. No. But like, this is like a whole another level of I didn't want to watch this movie again because it was completely fucking shit. I don't think I've rewatched many different MCU movies back. I haven't watched Guardians in a long time. And I put myself off because I really don't like the end where they do a dance off. I get that it's supposed to be a funny little conclusion, but yeah. The Ronan is really bad in the film. He's just yeah. really bad. That's the one thing I'm like, gun, you could have done better on that. Everything else, I, get. I actually don't. All I remember from that film is like the beginning where he's like um, getting the thingy, wherever it is. The Infinity Stone thing that they Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I remember the bit in the middle. No, they go to the prison eventually. No no no, they're on that planet and they're chasing off and, and Gamora on there Nova. as well. Yeah. And then they go to um the prison and then I think they meet Yondu somewhere, but I don't know when they meet Yondu. But eventually like there's the bit where Peter saves Gamora and he gives her the mask and then the end where like Groot does this whole I am Groot and saves them all, becomes a baby Groot and then they do the dance off. That's all I remember from that movie. Like it's a nice it mean that you you come in all plot points to be fair. Is it? I'm sick. <laughs> I haven't watched it like it, the the bit where um they he meets Yondu again after everything when he puts the mask on Gamora was when they went to um, nowhere to see the collector. Oh, yeah, the collector Benicio del Toro, who was wasted. Yeah, I agree. I, I loved all the Easter eggs, though. Yeah, except they, as always, never followed through and they were just because yeah, they blew it up. <sighs> James Gunn, he blew it up. I wanted more. Yeah, but at least um, what's I his name? Literally blew up, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least he kept um, Howard the Duck. Seth Green but, is fucking hilarious too. He is, but um, I don't know. I just feel like Seth Green might be a weirdo. You know, like he I think gives he's me just weirdo awkward. vibes. I think he's just awkward. Not like. Weirdo, weirdo. Although I will fight him because um, he was with Linda Cardinelli and Scooby Doo too. Oh yeah, you've got some weird crush on her. Don't it's you? not a weird crush, Lumila. <laughs> it is though. It's not. It is. No, she was amazing. She still is amazing. That's why I can't wait for Hawkeye. If she's not in the first two episodes of Hawkeye, I'm not watching the rest of the show. <laughs> you know Good Will Hunting, yeah? Yeah. Have you watched it? Yes. You know the scene where um, where um, Matt Damon, basically, he tells the girl the truth. And he's like, do you want to know I've got these fucking scars? And and, and, he, and he gets, and, he, and, and she's like, I love you. Just tell me. Tell me you don't love me. And then you can move. That, that scene really hurts me. I felt really bad And then I like I think that That movie is so underrated Which is weird to say Because it I think it won an Oscar But it's so underrated But also yeah, kind of was, um... I, I know it's a nice ending But I, I don't like That they never gave us The resolution to the get Him and the girl Because I really wanted To see them together I don't like Happy endings like that <laughs> You know um, James Gunn Um did episodes of The Office. What? You directed episodes of The Office. I'm trying to figure out which episodes. Can't you just go on his um, filmography? And I can check on his IMDb, but it doesn't give me like specific episodes. Just check his wiki. Oh yeah, let's do that. I'm going to race you. I can't spell. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Was Damn, he actually even began. Who James Gunn? Um, thingy. Um, what's his name? James Gunn. 
Oh, yeah, sure. fair enough. Short films, acting roles, television. He didn't do that? any of this. What do you mean? Yeah, he did. I don't show on his wiki. He lied to me. Where is it? Oh, it says James Gunn office. It was, uh, I'm pretty sure he directed episodes of The Office. Unless he wrote for her. Because that's how he met Jenna Fisher. Are they dating? They were married. They were? They were married, yes. Oh, no. What I happened can't... between James Gunn and Jenna Fisher? I don't think anything. Hey, they were married from 2000. What do you mean? That it was it was before The Office, and but he did. I'm pretty sure he did episodes of The Office. I hope I'm not tripping here. I don't know about that one, Chief. (laughs) We've gone off the boil. (laughs) You're wrong. <clears throat> okay, if he was just dead and I have to find out what episode of Howard Ramis did. Mm. Four episodes, Benny Hanna Christmas safety, uh, safety training and beach games. Beach games wasn't. Wait, was beach games the one where they, where Michael was trying to pick a new manager? Yeah. That one. Actually, no, that one had the sumo bit that cracked me up. I've never seen that look in another man's eyes in my life. <laughs> Jim got messed up. He got one shot. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. He did um, the episode where Pam gave birth. Bernie Hanna Christmas. Beach games and safety training. You know the one where Michael is um, pretending to commit suicide when he was going to jump off the oh. road. <laughs> <laughs> and they drop a watermelon on the little trampoline. And then Michael starts shitting himself. And he's like, I don't want to do it, but I have to pretend <laughs> that I'm going to. Uh. <laughs> you know when they um, drop the watermelon, it hits um, Stanley's car. Or it hits a car, and he's like, if it's Stanley's car, call the officer James P. Albini. He yeah. often works with hate crimes. <laughs> you know, I really like the wedding episode a lot. Oh, yeah, same. But not because, not because the wedding itself is, like, really awesome. But because, um, I like the ending. But they all start dancing and stuff. It's really fun. It makes me happy. <laughs> doesn't freeze here. He's frozen. Yeah, I hope you don't freeze. You're moving around your house. Oh, uh, that's not a good sign. You might have to call it off now. We did. We talked about Spider-Man and Zack Snyder. No, yeah, Zack Snyder or just DC. We'll call it. MCU and DCEU problems. That makes sense. We're for Asm to come back in a course. Okay, I'll call it now. Thank you everyone for watching.
and privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 